and tonight is Nicole. Well, hi there. Well, hello. How are you? It's been some time. It's been a little bit of time. There's always some gaps. Yeah. Well, tonight we're doing Bros. Bros is a new romantic comedy starring Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane, who you will know from probably Billy on the Street and the Hallmark Channel, respectively. Uh, did you know much about this going in? I know you are a fan of Billy Eichner. I am, and there's actually so many things going on in the uh, Bros universe right now. <laughs> um, the Bros universe? Yeah, I don't know if you've been following up on any of that, but... I am one of the people lumped into the category of I had no idea that this existed until Billy Eichner got pissed off that nobody knew that this existed. Um, <laughs> well, and that would check made out. Everybody, made everybody aware that this movie existed. So, um, no, I, I can't say that I knew about this. And uh, even up to the point where we were walking in, I still didn't know what this was going to be about. Oh, interesting. I thought you had seen a trailer at one point, but... Uh... Nah, it doesn't seem to be, uh, it wasn't as advertised, I guess, as he was hoping. Bobby is a neurotic podcast host who's happy to go on Tinder dates and content to have not one serious relationship. That all changes when he meets Aaron, an equally detached lawyer who likes to play the field. Repeatedly drawn to each other, both men begin to show their vulnerable sides as their undeniable attraction turns into something resembling a commitment? Question mark. Uh, so it is a two-hander. It is a, the it touted as the first major studio-backed film that has an entirely LGBTQ plus principal cast. Uh, I know there's been other, I mean, thousands of other LGBT plus Q plus cinema in the past, but uh, I guess this is the big studio studio picture. Um, it is doing very well critically. I think it's at 89 on Rotten Tomatoes and in the high... 80s or 90s with the audience score, um, 6.8 on IMDb with uh, a lot of one-star reviews, which another review bomb. We could talk about that when we get in. Um, and uh, it is absolutely bombing at the box office. It is not making its money back, so we can speculate on why that might be too. As you said, uh, it's unlike Billy had some complaints about uh, about that. So uh, yeah. we will. That that's all the preamble you need. Uh, if you haven't seen it, in theaters, and we're going to uh, spoil it here now. So our main character is Bobby Lieber. He is a podcast host, uh, and he's working at the LGBTQ plus uh, museum, and they're getting their, their big opening. They got a big opening coming up, and uh, it's been delayed a bunch of times. They've had financing problems, but uh, that's what they're trying to do. And we mostly follow Bobby along, you know, day in the life of uh, of uh, him as a gay man, as a podcast host, as a curator of this museum. And uh, he meets our uh, our love interest character, uh, Aaron, at, uh, at a nightclub. And uh, they hit it off, but uh, he kind of weirdly disappears from time to time. Uh, and then, you know, it kind of follows a lot of standard rom-com tropey things where... They go on dates, and they, they get closer to each other. They have some friction and problems in their relationship with their insecurities and uh, 
trust issues and all kinds of fun stuff like that that you would expect in a rom-com with the twist that they're gay because that doesn't happen as (laughs) frequently. (laughs) So because of, because of that, there were specific uh, to the gay community, I guess, uh, types of uh, comedic moments to, uh, to set it apart from straight rom-coms, I guess, because as Billy says in the beginning of the movie, uh, the gay relationships, not like straight relationships, uh, according to him. So we, uh, we learn all about that in this, uh, in this, in this story. So Nicole, what did you think of bros? Oh boy. I thought that this movie was very funny, but it was just one of those movies where me and Brennan are the only two fucking laughing in the whole theater. And I don't, yeah, that kills my mood so quickly when I'm in a public setting and there's other people watching the same thing I am and they're missing cues or they're not getting why this is funny. I fucking hate that. Do you feel that way? Oh, I am very pro audience participation, so I am surprised to hear because we uh, we just did the Wimbledon King a few weeks ago and you weren't on that review. I, I uh, well remember. Well, but- there's. The- there's a difference. Yeah, what's the difference? I don't of, need I don't need your extra commentary at all. I just need you to laugh at the parts that are supposed to be funny. Just fucking validate the creator. What about clapping? How do you understand. feel about clapping? Maybe in like a Marvel movie or something would be fine. Hmm. I yes, I'm pro. I like when the theater reacts to stuff. I but I like it more even more like I like laughs, but I like oh shit and uh, oh like people I like the muttering "Don't go in there" in a horror movie. Like I like when the audience is kind of is kind of in, into it a little bit when when it's about the movie, not when they're like talking amongst themselves on something else. Yeah, well, it was just you know a dull crowd really dulls the experience. Um, yeah, what well, well, were there? We saw it in a big theater, 15, 20 people in there, probably like a lot yeah. of empty seats. But we saw it on a. Well, we saw it on a Tuesday, but it was like one of those discount Tuesdays. So you'd think the crowd would be uh, a little bigger on opening weekend. Or opening weekend Tuesday. Oh, I didn't know it just came out at that time. Yeah, I mean, well, pretty. we saw it after maybe four or five days. Um, I'll say that, I, as I just mentioned, we laughed a lot at this. And I think it we was did. just because there's some... Billy Eichner-ish stuff in here and I do like him and I've always liked his um, uh, series of Billy on the Street because I think it's asinine and I normally don't like that stuff but something about him just really entices me Um, and the, the fact that he wrote this I guess he really was trying to make a statement about something and you know, that's wonderful. I'm glad that they had a full LGBT cl- uh, cast in this. And it's not just as they, I believe they even mentioned in this movie, it's not just straight people pretending to be gay in a movie. Um, so I really, I like that aspect of it. <sighs> Did I like the movie? That is oh. kind of a loaded question to me. Interesting. Um, I don't know how far they've, towed the line on satire of a rom-com or if this was supposed to be a genuine rom-com um if it was then it was terrible (laughs) if it was supposed to be satire and this guy the other actor is literally in hallmark movies and they touch on hall heart movies in this movie right um 
and they use that as funny jokey, that's fine. But if it's not, and it's literally supposed to be them walking around New York and they see, they go into the, the Christmas bazaar, like Mm -hmm. that, all that stuff was just real phony to me. Um, I didn't like the progression of the, of the relationship at all to the point where at the end where, um, they break up and then they don't break up and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh my God, this is so stupid. <laughs> it goes all the way to the hall. Like it goes to the, the, the tropiest places. And I don't know if it, mm-hmm. I, it I, I guess it's just leaning in to, to the, to that. Well, like, I have to imagine that there is some sort of satire to this because even just some of the parts where they're like, oh, look at the new Hallmark film that came out. My non-binary polyamorous life or whatever. Like, that's, (laughs) it's so extreme. And is the, is the rest of this supposed to be seen as extreme? Or am I just supposed to see this as a rom-com, but we're, we're highlighting a gay relationship? So I think that's where it loses me a little bit. I see no problem with that. I would love for that to happen, but... Are you, are you making it more out of the box because you're gay? Or is this what you see when you watch a romantic movie? Do you know what I mean? I'm surprised this is like, this is like a pretty standard rom-com movie. The only thing that is greatly differentiates it from like, you know, classic straight rom-coms is that like the joke scenes or like the funny, like, like the actual jokes are based on like it's it's based on like the situations that only gay people would find themselves in or like specifically they would find themselves in there's a lot of uh like group sex and casual sex scenes and a lot of the comedy comes from that and i think it's because like that's where like the differentiation comes but you're right when it comes to the plot mechanics and like the actual like rising and falling action and like where this is like this is the climactic scene the breakup and then they got to get back together with the big song at the end like it it follows it it, from a structural standpoint it's not innovative at all it's completely standard it's just your your mileage will vary on how funny the jokes are i guess Mm -hmm. which for my money they were hilarious. I thought this was a very funny movie. I I laughed at this more in the theater and than I can't remember the last movie I laughed this much in. Uh, it was, but you're right. You and I were the only two laughing for <laughs> large stretches. There were some other jokes that got people, but I think you and I, once again, <laughs> were the consistently they're, they're, loudest laughters. They're taking like parts of other films. They they mentioned when Harry met Sally and mm-hmm. um. There's a scene where Bobby is at the gym after he's taken roids and meets up with that uh, one gentleman and they go back to that guy's place and he tricks him with the deep voice. And oh my it's, God, basically, yes. it's basically like a woman catfishing somebody, right? It's like the same thing. Like you get there and she uh, pulls the socks out of her bra or whatever. That, that's the kind of funny thing they're trying to do there. And I guess we're just supposed to be looking at it as this is everyday life, but in a different lens of, of a gay person. And that's totally fine, but either stick to that all the way or you make it like normal. I, I just can't tell if this is supposed to be satire or not. 
Well, I think like like the like at the beginning, it's very day to day life. Like he, the intro of the movie is him on his podcast, and he does a pretty standard Billy Eichner kind of rant that you would expect. And then we see right. a lot of his day to day life. He's walking across the street, and he's on Grinder, and then he goes and meets up with a guy. And they literally go like sup, sup, and then they take the shirts off and they jerk off on each other, and then they leave. And then like that's like a lot of the comedies like that kind of stuff, which is like very like that doesn't happen in at least as far as I know straight relationships as common. But you know that like that's the those are the kind of like uh, specifically like this community differences where like that's where the comedy's from, and that's why that feels fresh. I can I can imagine that some of the storyline in here of meeting up and using that app and i've seen that firsthand (laughs) i've seen that from from friends and they show me what happens culture extreme things for (laughs) it's it very it is um an app like grinder it's literally like hey hey here's my penis let's come over my house and like that's exactly what they show in this movie too it's not out of the question and that's why i think if people see that they're like oh that never happens that's not true it does happen but if you're gonna be realistic with that i just feel like the rest of it needs to feel that way and it loses it for me a little bit um i can't i couldn't tell what the plot with aaron was supposed to be because they allude to oh maybe he's not gay maybe he is trans maybe he um isn't coming out hasn't come out to his parents like there's so many different little steps along the way that are are they were they going to be the plot and then they changed it or was this something that they just thought was average to add in there i don't i yeah you and i were speculating that there was gonna be a reveal that that the Aaron character was gonna He's married to a woman. I don't right, know something. something like, or I, I think my theory throughout the movie was that he was gay for pay. That like he, he was gay, but like would only like do stuff like group sex stuff for money. And then he, and then like that's how he like justified it to himself because he comes from the like a midwesterny kind of background. I thought that's where they were going, but no, He's like from Upper New York. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. Well, but yeah, upstate New York. So it's, the, <laughs> but when we meet his family, they're upstate New York. They're not New York. I think they even make a joke. Uh, New York City versus, uh, look at us all the way from New York, upstate New York to New York City. Yeah. But it is different. Like, they're very different uh, backgrounds. But that, and then you thought, just... you thought it was going to be, um, that he, at one point you thought, oh, was he uh, going to reveal to be trans and then they're going to do that. Well, but then... yeah, because they make a huge point when they're in, when they're in that Airbnb that he's in, he's using some sort of steroid or something and, or he says, I'm using testosterone. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought. What I, when you that said that, I was like, have oh, to good do point. With anything. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? It's just part of his character thing. Maybe it's a red herring. Like it's just part of who he is. I don't know. Or maybe we don't know what that means, like what that is used for. <laughs> maybe we're ignorant to that. I don't know. Well, I, I, yeah, maybe there. Yeah, maybe there's a joke that's going over both her heads. <laughs> like, but there, not 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 another question. But but that to say, you know, if this movie is meant for um, uh, awareness of LGBT people, and you use a joke like that, if you are trying to educate others and it goes over people's heads then 
it's like it sucks like I, I not that the joke sucks it sucks that it's not understood like i just i wish i understood it better i guess yeah, I um, think, but we did, and maybe that's a problem, because, like, you and I did laugh a lot, but we, we probably got, maybe we got a higher percentage of jokes than other audience members, like, because mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. decently pop-culturally ingrained, so, you know, we, we probably pick up a good amount of stuff. We watch a shit ton of shit, so, you know, we just... Yeah, we, I mean, like, I don't know if anybody, I I, I don't want to brag about our our mm. knowledge of things, but I feel like... Yeah, we, have, we know all the jokes. Especially, well, I have more than you a better understanding of pop culture for the past 30 40 years and i i like to pride myself on that because i understand things and we have a whole scene with deborah messing in it and if you if you are someone younger than me or my age and you aren't familiar with like 90s television or, or whatever and you don't know what will and grace is that whole scene goes right over your head. You'd be like, who is this woman? Why is why is it such a big deal that she's freaking out that a gay guy is asking her advice? Like, right. That is funny to me, but at the same time, it, I feel like if you don't understand it, you're not going to understand this movie as much. It's just surprising. Or like, I've never be... seen like I've never seen an episode of Will and Grace, and I, if you had told me Deborah Messing before this movie, I wouldn't have been like, "Oh, that's the woman from Will and Grace." But I see this, and I understand the context. I'm like, "Oh, there she is." They've said her name about Will and Grace. I know what that show is because I've heard of that show before. I understand now. Like, but like maybe some people don't even like connect those dots. Like some people, Abs- they you know, don't. They definitely won't. That's, what I'm saying. that's like, maybe I, why the score is so bad because people aren't getting it. Well, that's like, the thing. Provincetown the score, has a whole history and and understanding what Provincetown is and the the culture there and the acceptance and uh, everything talking through the museum about Stonewall and all that stuff. It's a great learning experience and and hopefully people co- come back from this and we're like, oh, I wonder what that means. There's plenty of documentaries and things about it, but when you put it into a comedy, perhaps what he was trying to do is bring more attention to some of these things. Um, but if you're not willing to, and open to learn, then this movie you would probably think is just, oh, this is all over the top. So, and that, that's the other thing we said that uh, not doing well, not doing well at the box office because critically, eighty nine, and then user scores are it's at a ninety on Rotten Tomato score, and then IMDb's is lower. They got a bunch of one stars. I think. You can chalk a good amount of that up to homophobia, but there's also some posted by people claiming to be gay and feeling alienated by the movie and that it's a bunch of caricatures and, uh, like, I think, I think there's probably people who are gay and, like, feel like all the lewd sex is just, like, it's negative reinforcement. Like, we're not all like that. So, like, why is, of course, another stereotype, like, you you know, like, I, I, I can see that. I can't see, you know, from my my own perspective, but like I can see, I can see how someone could feel that. I do too, but at the same time, wouldn't there also be just as much negative review if it was literally Home for the Holidays from Hallmark, but they put two dudes in it and they didn't un- they didn't explain the cultural difference and and the way that gay people need to react in in society is different like because of because of homophobia and shit like they they need to hide themselves and and things like that um so that that review can be interpreted in two ways to me and it's unfortunate that sometimes i feel like it's a lose-lose situation it shouldn't be 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is, but other people could see that. Um, it's like you, do you want to make it over the top so people understand, or do you want to make it subdued and you feel like you're not doing it justice? It's, it's, a, it's a tough place to be. What's well, the thing? It's like that's why I a- I enjoy that this movie was made and it was more realistic than just oh two gay guys end up on a farm together as they allude to in Brokeback Mountain and things like that. Um, right, this isn't a they, they an make fun Oscar of picture, like a dramatic picture, yeah. where like you know they they do uh, they do, or it's a yeah, Brokeback Mountain, Harvey Milk. There's a lot of Harvey Milk references that yeah. movie, Sean Penn playing Milk. Yeah. So. Do you want them to just plop two gay guys in a Hallmark movie and they meet on a farm and it's a lawyer and a and a journalist, or do you want it to be this is what New York City is like for a gay person and these are how we meet people and this is how we how we interact in a community and yeah there's probably orgies and there's probably hookups but that's what straight people do too it just so happens that there's two men on the screen and i i hope that's not why i know it is but i hope that's not why people are just downvoting this well that's part of what billy billy eichner's argument and maybe it's just character but he he co-wrote this with uh, nicholas staller who's done a bunch of like judd apatow kind of comedies he did forgetting sarah marshall again the greek five-year engagement a bunch of other like judd apatow kind of like raunchy comedies and like that's what this kind like a lot of the actual like laughs are like lowbrow raunchy sex jokes like some of the big laughs are like when they're having a serious talk and they both got their shirts off and then we see the shot waist down and they both are the the uh, uh the one guy's getting blown by those other two guys because that's like the how they meet the uh the hook the, oh, the yeah. that couple yeah like that's like <laughs> that when they when they have their first in quote sex scene when like they're like roughhousing and then they're like sticking each other's fingers and feet in their mouths and they're like punching each other too. And, but like, it's, it's just it, like all of like the, fu- some of the funniest like laughs for me were like that kind of stuff where like it's foreign. Like that's cause that's like not what I've ever done because I've never been with a man, but like it's, it's, it's played, it's played very well. Like I, like it comes well, that's across. The thing. Would you, be laughing if that was like i'm just throwing two names out there like paul rudd and leslie Mann, right if they were in this room sticking their toes in each other's mouths would you be laughing no no you would think it was disgusting i think it would be it would be a it would i i I would i might do like a strange like a strange chuckle lap but it wouldn't be as funny but it's it's the uh, it's the non uh, it's the non used to itness that's that's funny or I guess some people w- would not like that but like I don't know I find that like it's it, it's clearly played for for laughs and I think it works. I wouldn't like either one of those. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I guess it's like your mileage are varied too, and like your comfortableness with like what, like some people don't like watching any sex in movies. I don't really like care. I don't. I don't really look for it, but I don't. It does. It's not like it. Do, I, it doesn't move the needle for me, like one way or the other. I'm not a, opposed to it, nor do I find it particularly interesting. So, tell me about what you think of the cast that uh, cast of people here that are working in the museum with him. Some of their scenes are like. It, I'm conflicted because they're so clearly written. Like they, like when it's the big council of the the LGBTQ museum council that they're on, 
like when they talk to each other about their different gr- gripes and grievances about oh no one remembered bisexual week of course i only get a week and uh lesbians get a whole month and like all their little in- internal squabbles it doesn't come across as like super realistic conversation but the ideas are there like it's like i get like this seems like uh this seems true in a more like abstract sense like the positions are true but the conversation it doesn't feel real do you do you get what i mean like it feels yeah it, it feels written but it's still funny yeah i mean if you really look at the i i don't know if we're just we dive too deep into this stuff but if you look at a scene where a museum is trying to accumulate an additional five million dollars and it's due but in two days yes are you dicking around yelling about who had bisexual week and who had lesbian month no you're right. fucking scrambling that's why it's not realistic. It, it doesn't feel like these are yeah. people who have worked together for years and are like finally getting this project off the ground like the squabble is no it's like setting a artificial. scene though like oh hey little sis remember when mom died <laughs> <laughs> right, it's exactly. It is exactly like that, and I and and it's obvious, and I recognize it immediately. But the jokes are still funny. A lot of the thing about this movie is that it's tropey and conventional, and like, but but I laughed so much. I really did. Like the jokes were so damn funny. Like I laughed for the first hour. I I laughed so much. And the, the the last second hour is a little um. They lean more into the sentimental and and the uh, messaging, which I don't think was bad. Like it was, I don't think it was cringy. I never felt like it's too much. But like the but the first half is so funny. Like it's a very funny movie. I'm just reviewing some of the things that Billy is saying right now about this, and there's a, a Yahoo article that came out today. It's the most recent one. Mm-hmm. I think it's touching on. He thinks that it didn't do so well because straight people are not attending this movie. And he, I guess he wrote a controversial tweet. I didn't see what it is. I mean, straight people are still, you know, 90-ish percent of the population. So that is still, you know, most right. most people. He said yeah. he didn't make this movie for homophobes. And uh, he's just pissed. I, I don't think 90% of straight people are homophobes, but... um. I could. Uh, the thing is, the do thing. Do you think that it was a weird thing? Like, I didn't see very much advertisement. Well, it's 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 always very hard for me with these things because I'm so everything that I look at is movie shit, and because you know the algorithms, the algorithms know you, and so when I go on my social medias, when I go on my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, even when I'm just on Google looking up something, my ads are all for movie stuff. So I knew about this because. The algorithm knows that all I look up is movie shit, but um, so I, I, it's hard for me to know. I, I heard about this movie tons. I saw previews for it, and it looked it looked good. Like the trailer, the trailer convinced me. But um, yeah, it's unfortunate yeah, that it didn't break out. He's saying, yeah, I don't quite agree with what he's saying that he thinks only gay men saw this movie. That's not true. The people in our uh, theater, there was. An older couple, um, a straight couple. There was two women in front of us. There was me and you. <laughs> like of the people in our theater, was... I can't think of any obviously gay couples because I don't. I can't think of two men there together. A lot of it was mostly like there were some families and like a lot of women. Like, but I, 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 I I'm hard pressed to think of a gay couple in there. I'll like say a... in in uh, Delaware there wasn't 
the gay men coming out in droves to yeah, watch in, this in movie. metropolitan Delaware. Yes, there was yeah. not. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, we live in a in a in a pretty uh, diverse area, socioeconomically, yeah, racially. Like we got a we got all kinds of stuff going. So we do. It's a good demographic, yeah. and it uh, yeah, it was. And the, the, but it's the bigger hard problem to say is that what's yeah. that? I would say the bigger problem is we were in a theater that was three quarters empty, and we were the only ones laughing at most of the jokes. There were jokes that people, other people laughed at, but you and I definitely laughed the most. Yeah, definitely. And you're on the fence, it sounds like, overall, anyway, like with the whole movie. I, I enjoyed it like, well, immensely. I like the cast. I I like, I've seen the majority of the people that work in the boardroom. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of recognizable before. like TV faces I saw. I believe I've seen the mom before. Um, I'm watching my. I'm watching our cat crawl into a box that clearly cannot hold her. So that's going to be great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hopefully she survives uh, the next couple minutes before we wrap up. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I did like the cast, but I totally agree with you, and this leads me back to what I said originally. I can't tell if they really tried to hit home different quirks and characteristics of different lifestyles and if they really would have talked like that in a in a board meeting or if even the two main characters oh 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 just going down um or if you know the conversations that these two had oh i i hear you're boring well i'm not boring i'm a lawyer no that's boring Let's have sex. I like you. Okay, I like you too, but I don't like you that much. Well, me either. But now I love you, and I'm sad that you hurt me. Like, <laughs> is that really what we wanted to get out of this movie? Or did we want to just highlight that there's many different people in this world? I just, I don't get it. I don't get what's a funeral. He's like a, a funeral director guy or something. He's a funeral, he's a will lawyer. Yeah, well, that's another part, like, that's another, like, is it supposed to be tropey? Like, oh, I have this horrible job in the big city, and I'm from a small town, and I just want to, I just want to make my little chocolates. That's his big, that, that's his thing, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, that's straight out of more stereotypical. Movie. Yeah. Oh, a but, gay guy likes making little frilly chocolates. Yeah, and he's too, it, even, he's, yeah, exactly, modern day. Not I, feel like they're, come out I just feel like they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. If they made him like, oh, I want to be a construction worker. Like, oh, yeah, you want to do that because you're around men all day. But no, I want to make little chocolates. Like, oh, that's so gay. Whatever. Like, I feel like the movie was just damned it, it, from the start. It's a shame. I don't want to be like that. I would love to see more things like this because it was funny. But what maybe there is a little bit of of insight as to what billy's saying about his film it's unfortunate yeah i don't know how much of it is actually like it's hard to say how much homophobia is driving a rom-com released in late september early october against bigger movies you know there's there's no stars in this again like billy eichner and luke mcfarland not uh they're not. That's another uh, thing that they brought up too. They were like, "How come this wasn't saved for Valentine's Day? Is this a love well, story?" Well, right. This would have been great to come out in February because there's garbage movies in February. They like, have this all is those Oscar season, fucking ones and, like, that come out Valentine's Day and 
New Year's Eve, whatever the fuck. Exactly. Else what came out this are. year? Marry Me with uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. And that's like you know another. Just I didn't see that, but I'm sure it was uh, right down the middle, three star, blah blah fest. And you could have released this against that, and this would have done much better. I think the thing is. I think star power matters when it comes to rom-coms because, like, horror movies, people always go see horror movies. They want to jump out of their seats. Uh, superhero movies, uh, at- avatars, they got their audience built in. Film snobs like Tarantino and uh, Christopher Nolan fans. But the rom-com, like, if it's going to be not blockbuster names... You just got to release it on streaming now, I think. Like, this probably would have done fine. Probably would have been in the top ten on Netflix on streaming. But uh, I don't know if people want to go to the theaters at the end of September for a rom-com with uh, people they never heard of in it. Yeah, it's really... I think it was just a storm of unfortunate events for it. Yeah, but uh, do we like it overall? That is the real question. Are you going to recommend Bros, Nicole? Man. I'm going to say no. The reason I that say is that, not what I thought you were going to say based on anything. I liked it. I liked it. If I recommended this to my gay friends, they'd say, why are you showing me this stupid thing? This is not like how my life goes. <laughs> like, this is no, but, I mean, sat- satirical. If I showed it to other people, they would say... That wasn't very good because it was it wasn't funny or whatever. I mean, we know progressive people. If 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 we picked if I picked somebody that I normally recommend movies to, I don't think they would like this because it's not their their style. I'm recommending this because I laughed so much. I, I laughed a, a lot, and I think that's the leading. That's the best thing about this is that, like, I if you go in and you just want to laugh at a comedy, I think this works. The way it was marketed on, like, the importance factor and the representation matters kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's good to it's good to have representation in a in a big movie, but um, when it comes to the actual like mechanics of the movie, it's very standard. It's not breaking the mold, but it gets lots of laughs. So that's what I that's that's what I got to say. I recommend it. Uh, to, uh, we got one recommend and one non 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 recommend. Was not surprised, not seeing that coming. But um, eh, there you go. Split decision on Bros. And uh, we got more other stuff coming up. More uh, Oscary kind of stuff in October, November, December. There's all the big stu- big blockbustery things too that'll drag people to see and. Uh, uh, then we can do our end of the year shows. Those are right. those are the the real treats. But um, yeah, top five show, the draft show. Oh, this is gonna be a great draft year. This is deep bench. This is a. I am very excited. But uh, meantime, films with women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host, and you can email the show films with the women at gmail dot com. Thanks for being on for Bros, Nicole. Okay, Until next time, this is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. 
finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank you.